I'm going to start with a real easy quote for you to guess. Right. I see dead people. Scary movie. <laughs> it is a scary movie. Sixth Sense. The Sixth Sense. Can you guess what year it came out? 99? Yes, correct. Damn, that memory. All right, here's another one for you. Haley Joe Osmond made him a star. Mishka Barton. <laughs> Tony oh, Collette. Yeah, yeah Bruce Little Willis. Girl Under the Bed. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg. Right. Yeah, we yeah, have, forgot about that. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before. Maybe. Like, Which one? I'm like, the skinny ass. <laughs> start. The other Kill guy. Ass. Okay, here's another one. We're on the express elevator to hell. Going down. Pass. Think sci fi, 1986. I never seen no movies in the <laughs> 80s. Yes, you have. It's from Aliens. Oh, Featuring great Sigourney movie. Weaver, yeah. Oh, that's that... definitely a Sigourney line. Sorry, that's a Ripley line. You reckon? Is Ripley? I, don't, I feel like it'd be one of the macho soldiers she's with. Anyway, here's another one for you. She knows the alien. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she <laughs> she's, has, un- she's reunited with She has an intimate relationship. She knows him. Yeah. Or her. No, okay, yeah, fair enough. Are you ready? What's up? Pork, they call it, or bacon. They only call them pigs when they're alive. I don't know. 1995's Babe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've tried to erase that movie from my brain. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I think that was all I had for you. That was a st- the stupidest oh, movie. It was a sheep raglan pig. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. I'm going to leave you with this one. All right, let's, what's up? I'm too old for this shit. That's going to be lethal weapon. You are very correct. Danny Glover. In a world... Where podcast is spelt with two T's. Unlikely heroes, Jade and MJK, come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 5 of Not Another Podcast. I put way too much onion in that dinner. It's <laughs> all I can taste. And you heard it here first, kids. He's got that onion breath. Luckily, we're socially distanced right now, so I don't have to be Man, about like, that business. Way more. I can't even kick you. Yeah, that's, that's the spirit. Uh, today, we will be talking about The Boys Season 2, but that's a little shortly. A little, a little shortly, shortly. <laughs> a little later, or shortly. Shortly becomes so. Sure. Ha- I, this is a mad deja vu moment. I feel like we've you've absolutely not done a word floible at some point. Oh, almost every episode I make a word flugal. Did you just call Floible. it floible? See, that's definitely not a word. <laughs> flugal it is. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we're here for another rep. Thank you for tuning in again. Gotta get this energy up. I'm gonna drink this Red Bull, son. Yes, we have uh, just been couch potatoes watching the last ep of the boys, but yes, we will get to that very shortly. But we will start with what have you watched lately? We'll Should with... we do with rock paper scissors again? All right, but I'm just mm. gonna say, I'm not gonna throw it, but I'm saying it should be you because you had holidays and you probably watch more shit. Here it goes. All right. Rock, mm. paper, scissors. Damn it. <laughs> this is the same as last week. I did scissors, you did paper. I was trying to fool I said, you. I cut you. It's like, yo, yo, yo. Like, <laughs> we're just playing rock, paper, scissors. There's nothing else to it. All right. So that means I go first then? Or you pick. Or See, I pick. We didn't, we didn't solidify the rules, did we? Yeah, we really didn't. We needed to stipulate the rules. See, I can use words properly. Stipulate. 
and precisely. Not to be confused with simulate. <laughs> or stimulate. Stimulate. That's where my mind went. All right, I'll kick it off then. Because, um, you know, ladies first, something like that. Um, Less oniony breath. <laughs> you're like, you calm yourself down over there. Mm-hmm. Get that Red Bull in you. Perk yourself up. Ready for your little segment. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, in the last couple of weeks, since our last episode, I have been on school holidays, so I have had opportunity to watch a lot of things. It's a pretty good list, but I've had longer. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so Love a good long list. <laughs> I've watched seasons one and two of The Crown on Netflix, which features Claire Foy and Matt Smith, the ex-Doctor Who. And I really did sign on knowing that in season three, Queen Elizabeth is played by Olivia Coleman. Um, and that they're introducing new actors in seasons three, like Helen Bonham, no, what's her name? Helen Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, that one. That's why I can't say because I'm yeah. adding extra syllables to words I don't need to. Um, but I ended up finding myself really, really enjoying Claire and Matt in the leads of the roles. So you're telling me, it's, I'm assuming decades later, season mm. three has a different broad playing the queen. It's actually not decades later. So each season covers a decade. So the first season's like the 50s, no, the 40s to 50s and the second season's 50s to 60s because we end up around 1965 and then when we take up with Coleman, it's the 70s. So she would have aged 20 years. So it does make sense that, you know, if you look at seasons one and two, 20 years has spanned and Claire Foy looks pretty much the same. But, um, yeah, it kind of makes sense for there to be a new one. I don't know the reasoning behind it. I find it very interesting. They obviously could just do makeup and yeah. prosthetics and all those things to make them Visual older. effects and shit. Yeah, that too, especially with And they got that Netflix budget. Dude, you know what I'm saying? it's in the IMDb trivia, but each episode is at least five million pounds Ooh. of production. And it's just insane because you see, like, black and white footage on their little TVs that the characters are watching. You're seeing big events and ceremonies and all these sorts of things that the world has actually seen before in the past. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, they just reuse the actual footage to add that add that lens of realism. And then it cuts to the scene that's there actually on the TV. And it's all totally recreated for this new context. Same costume, same props, old setting, so many hundreds and hundreds of extras. Like that's where the budget's going, recreating well, all of these events not instead of just, just that. alluding it's, to them. Or it's royals, and you want it to look authentic. Yeah, uh, period stuff, like making stuff look like it's in a different time. Yep. All the, the wardrobe. You want it to be believable. All for that sure. shit, and like, and that cast wouldn't come come cheap. Like Lithgow was in the first season. Wasn't yeah, it? John Lithgow plays Winston Churchill. And who was that dude who played the king? Who I said I can never figure out oh, if he's a good actor. Yeah, I don't or remember if he's just his got an name. Voice. He's, I don't I'm remember his name. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't come cheap because he's kind of a big deal. No, that's right. Um, but yeah, it's. I'm trying to think. Oh, and um, Vanessa Kirby plays Princess Margaret, which is Queen Elizabeth's sister. Um, and I just found it very, very interesting. It's obviously all happened. I know bits and pieces about the royal family. I've grown up, you know, in Australia. So we're pretty well connected with everyone in London um, and the royal family. But I really I don't know everything. I British chick, so I'm very well informed. <laughs> you like, that counts for something. Uh, so, yeah, season three is there, ready to go on Netflix as well. And season four comes out on November 15th, which is going to introduce Princess Diana. And that's sort of getting into the territory that I'm most familiar with. And the creators have always said that they've envisioned envisioned this as six seasons, which will get us pretty close to 
like today's day and age. So it's going to be very interesting to see some of these later on events unfold. And um, yeah, I'm very excited to see where that goes. Uh, they put new episodes up of The Chef Show on Netflix. So John Favreau's cooking show with Chef Roy Choi. <laughs> Loved saying that. So it's actually season two, volume one. It's only five episodes, but I smashed them within like the first couple of days of them being up because I really get into it for whatever reason. More grilled cheese again. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're doing different variations of it. Oh, damn, always looks so good. I watched the Netflix original Enola Holmes featuring Billy, Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill. And some other guy that the broads froth over. Yeah? I don't know, the other guy. I think his name's something or other. Uh, Lady at work was just like, oh, my God, this is so <laughs> Well, Henry plays Sherlock Holmes, but Nola's obviously his sister. So he's not really the main character in this. And then they have their other bro- brother as well, but he's not any celebrity that I'm overly familiar with, but I'm it could be him. About, yeah. He ain't attractive, but I digress. Well, he's British though, right? I think so. Broad's froth. <laughs> the accent gets him over the line every time. Yeah. You know, Hugh Grant was considered attractive. Yes, people did love him yeah, in the 90s. He was just like, oh, yes, quite, quite right, I don't need to blubber. Yeah. <laughs> people find that awkwardness attractive <laughs> and endearing. It's like, get the fuck out uh, of here. Now he just plays Paddington. So, you know, he's uh, all downhill from, from Notting Hill. He's good in um, The Gentleman. Yes, actually, yeah, he peaked back there again. That was definitely the right role that for was, him. I was going to say, that's probably like his, for me, in shit I've seen of his, which isn't a lot, to be truthful, mm, but it's nah. the most character-driven he was. A hundred percent. You know, he's like... The dialogue, the monologues, everything yeah. he had to Fletcher, remember. Great character, yeah. Props to props to Hugh Grant in that one. Um, I finished season eight of Wentworth, so that is the second to last season. Season nine will be its last. That's through Foxtel. Um, you can't get it on binge for whatever reason, but mate, I swear by this show, it's the best Australian TV show that's to ever have existed. Big statement, but very accurate. And absolutely love the finale. I can't even jokingly contest something because oh. I can't think of an Australian exactly. TV show. <laughs> exactly. Not even a bad one. Spellbinders, remember that? That was good. Nope. Exactly. So this show just oh, always delivers. Um, and I love talking about it with colleagues at work who also watch it. Just get so excited about it. So I'm looking forward to next season to see what they do with it to finish it out because they left it uh, in a very tense situation so um hopefully my girl ali is okay so you know this time next year i'll have that answer well just to be contentious fuck at that bitch ali i hope she's dead or whatever (laughs) i also finished the 100 so season seven was its final season so i've been watching that since the start it's available to everyone on netflix except for this most recent season spoiler alert which will be up soon around when you were watching that and they looked like they were just pretty content with just killing a lot of people off oh that show's always been yeah (laughs) had its expendable characters that's for sure um i feel like the show really peaked in season three and it wasn't necessarily downhill from there but the last couple of seasons didn't really have the same What's the word? Pizzazz? Is that a word? Pizzazz. as some of those earlier ones. No, I dig that because, like, for me, the greatest show of all time is The Sopranos. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. arguably peaked, I think, season three. Yeah, right. It didn't go downhill, but it's popularity grew. that's correct, yeah. But it still wasn't there. Like, I think in parts it got better, but there was a lot more episodes where you're just like, eh, characters are like, "Eh." Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it spent a lot of episodes where it was just some, some of the characters and not little snippets. 
um, of all of the characters and what they were up to. So if you had favourite characters, they weren't necessarily in every episode this season, which, which was a little I bit difficult. totally be okay and on yeah. board with that because that just expands your universe. But then at the same time, you might get characters where you're like, Neh. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the theme of today. Neh. That's what I felt. But it did have a very bittersweet ending. It was very well-rounded. And I was like, oh, I felt a bit, oh, bugger, that's over. Like you kind of do when shows end that you've stuck with from the start. Um, it can be depressing. Yeah. So You're lucky we you watch a lot of fucking TV. I so you know. Just... So I just love to depress myself. Right? <laughs> I finally watched Train to Busan, the Korean zombie film that's on Netflix. I got told to watch it um, probably three, no, four years ago. Um, and finally got to it. I was sort of hovering to rewatch World War Z, like I said I would, or go with something new and original. And so that's what I did. And I've got a copy of... Um, its sequel, Peninsula, which I went to watch last night and then it didn't have any of the subtitles embedded. So That's I had to give up on that. That's like when I decided to watch the Godfather movies. The first oh. one, which had very little Italian, still right. had subtitles. Second one, half of it's set in Italy in like mm-hmm. many years prior. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I'm just happy being alive for the ride. <laughs> and I was talking about with my friend John recently and he's just like, yeah, man, they're huge plot points. And I'm like, yeah, I just never yeah, got around to watching yeah, yeah. it with the subtitles. It, it being the film that it is, you probably could get away with without watching it because you're really there for the zombies and how it unfolds. Oh, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, you could have, but you're just going to miss bits and pieces. So There'll be some subtleties in there where you're 100%. like, oh, you dirty dish rag. You knew about it the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, that's funny, but I don't know it's funny. And then you'll be like, is it even a peninsula? I don't know. So then when Peninsula f- fell through, which I'll have to work out getting a copy of again, I ended up watching The Cold Light of Day, which is on Netflix with Henry Cal- Cavill, Cavill, however you say it. Yeah, my bad. Potato, potato. Uh, Bruce Willis. <laughs> that's, that's not the one. Cavill, Cavill. <laughs> says potato. It's tomato, tomato, you fuck. <laughs> it's a sad word, but a P instead of a T. But it's not. No one says potato. <laughs> People say tomato. <laughs> or do they? They do. <laughs> but anyway, don't even bother with that film. It's really not that great. It didn't it's from 2012 and it it got me. What got me was it was an hour and a half. <laughs> everything like, hey, else everything minutes. else was easily two hours. Like, oh, I've got my first day back at school tomorrow. i got to be prepared. Um, I finished the limited series on Netflix called Godless. That was pretty good. The season finale was the best episode of all oh, of them. How many episodes is that? Cause Six. I- I definitely want to watch that. Sorry, seven. Ooh, that's my number. And two. the last episode is an hour twenty, so it's like a mini film, and that it was excellent. All right. Um, and I've been playing Need for a little bit. I've played the start of Need for Speed Payback because it's free on PSN this month for all you PSN members. Are you were you a race car fan? I know you're a first person shooter. That's you. Yes, I have played a bunch of racer racer racing games yes. over the years. Um, like Colin McRae's Dirt specifically, and there were a couple of old school Need for Speeds. Um, there was one called Hot it? Pursuit. That was a Need for Speed uh, that was pretty hot. If yeah, you the police chase thing. I got well into that, and I finished three of the Colin McRae Dirts, um, played a bit of Grid, a bit of Horizon, and then a bunch of the Need for Speed. So, yeah, I do get into them a okay. little bit. Did you ever get Just into not that, often. What was it called, like Gran Turismo or something? Oh, not like, – when I was a kid, I remember playing that on PS1. Mm. But not as much as some of those real car enthusiasts. A lot of my friends, yeah, they loved their car games. So I was like, but you just go around a track. I can play Mario Kart to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's like a one version of car racing, I guess. Yeah, but see, because I 
have zero interest in cars. Like, yeah. I, it was ne- like getting me to play Grand Theft Auto for the first time was tough. Yeah, I was like, I don't give a, a shit about cars. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, that's not it. You can run people down. I'm like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. You do drive-bys. I'm like, I said I'm in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's uh, everything on my list. I am currently re-watching episodes of Friends, seeing it's on Netflix now. I've watched 10 episodes of season one. Yeah, I um, think I'm nine in. We're about the same spot. And I still oh, can't cool. remember the blackout episode you were talking about. Uh, episode seven, yeah. Yeah, I know I watched wow, it. Wow, really? I, I, that's where the ratings went back up again. So the pilot was a huge success. It then dropped significantly in terms of ratings and then the blackout episode was actually an NBC initiative oh wait no this is when Chandler's stuck in stuck the in a ATM vestibule with yeah. Jill Goodacre yeah. yeah so actually that night because I remember reading it in the book and I got it out that night I was like what was it about the blackout episode the one with the blackout that I read in that book I wanted to remember it before I watched the app and it was just talking about how it was actually an initiative by NBC and all of their shows in that Thursday night lineup Had a starting with mad about you then friends then whoever else and whoever else Mm -hmm. had a blackout so it starts with mad about you mad about you and helen hunt accidentally switching it turn like cutting out all the lights in the city Mm -hmm. and it goes from there so something to do with that how that was promoted actually got a lot of people to check in and it went up by like five million just for that see that's marketing ploys that probably wouldn't work anymore because people Mm. can you know dvr and all that kind of shit and also everything's on demand but yeah Love it. But for that time, it was really, really cool. So, yeah, that was interesting to revisit that. The um, Seth MacFarlane's shows back when Cleveland Show was still around, Family Guy and my personal favorite, American Dad, they did something similar where it was, I don't think it was on the same night, but a mm. broadcast in the week, they had, uh, I want to say a hurricane. There was a lot like oh, flooding, yeah. water, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And they, <clears throat> in the last episode, it all kind of tied no. in together and they all had guns That's on each cool. other for some right. reason. But, um, yeah, I remember watching that because I was still watching Family Guy back then. And I think it was right around then when I realized I really don't enjoy this show. Because mm. I'd be laughing at American Dad and then I'd be watching Family Guy. I'm like, where's the joke? Yeah, I did know that about you. Yeah. Oh, and also I had one other thing. I, Sorry? <laughs> being the holidays, I rewatched One Owner Earp season 4A, which was just six episodes. Season, wa- oh, season 4A. Yeah, the most recent right. season, yeah. <laughs> the same with last week when I referenced Lucifer season 5A because obviously – a lot of networks are only releasing half a season with big, like mid-season finales are really big these days. Did you know there's a Kevin Costner movie called Wyatt Earp? Yes, I saw like it on Netflix. 90s. Yeah, Wyatt Earp. Does that have great, to do with it? Yeah, that's her great-great-grandpa. Grandfather. But so it's the context of the Western and who he is. It's got nothing to do with Winona. That's no, what I was going to say because it I'm stems from that. Looking at that, I'm like, there's yeah. no spooky steampunk vampire shit or whatever. No, looking. this Western's uh, character has been around for years and years and years and then Bo Smith wrote the Winona Earp comics in the 90s and that was what um, this the pilot episode was based on. Interesting. What have you watched lately? I watched Fight Club the other night. Oh, hell yeah, David Fincher. First rule was that I had to watch it again. <laughs> so I did. But I was talking to at how this came up is we were someone at work brought up that Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown a movie that came out recently. Anola Holmes. And Helena Bonham Carter's in that, right? Yes, she's everywhere at the moment. And then, for whatever reason, me and the chef at work were talking about... Oh, no, because he said his wife makes candles. And I'm all like, isn't that the same thing as explosives? Like, like you think <laughs> a fight club with the soap. Yes. And then we just started reminiscing about yeah. that. And then I threw in the Helena Bonham Carter. I'm like, that's a cool lady. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I just watched that thing. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. So we just started <laughs> talking about fight club. And I was like, I need to watch it. So I did. 
Um, good watch. That movie does never. I rewatched it this last year, I think. Yeah. Good fucking movie. Mm. And it's good when you're in on it and you just watch it and you go, that, there it is. There's that moment. Tyler Durden. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, oh, he ain't there. <laughs> I watched uh, Sandler's latest Netflix movie. Oh, yes. Shubie Halloween. I'll check uh, that out eventually. I'm going to say it's probably his best Netflix, Netflix movie. Original. Besides yep. Uncut Gems, I feel like I don't I've seen the trailer for it, so yeah. It's I'll check it out eventually. Sandler's silliness. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, I guess, Waterboy. Waterboy, I was going to say. It's like a, a horror mystery movie. Yep. And yeah, was wasn't terrible. Nice. Lots of cameos. Mm. His kids are in it, which was kind of cool. And his wife, right? And his wife, yep. Um, and of course, Kevin James is in it. Of course. Why wouldn't he be? I uh, watched <laughs> Vampires versus the Bronx, and I just liked it because it was set in New York. Oh and yeah, they you were telling me about that. Doing all the like the Puerto Rican isms in New York, like saying dead ass and trying to save. <sighs> like the whole point of the, the movie is this kid's trying to save his local bodega. I was just like, that's oh hilarious. my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that's just beautiful. I uh, can't remember if I said this last time, but I rewatched uh, all the Nolan's Batmans. I know you were... I don't think you mentioned them, no. Okay. But you well, told me you were doing it, yeah. Uh, and I realized it was the first time I'd watched Dark Knight Rises since the first time I watched it. Yeah, I haven't rewatched that. It's, I'm only a one time only for that one. It's a rough watch. Oh, really? It's three, three movies, essentially, in the sense that mm. it's eight years after the last movie, yes. story-wise. And it's kind of him getting back on the horse. He's mm. a broken man. Yeah, that's right. The yes. Catwoman's there for some reason. Yeah. Bane's there. They take over the city. He fucks off or gets kidnapped, whatever, and he's in a jail in some other fucking country. That's mm-hmm. the next part mm-hmm. where the thing's on lockdown. And then it's him taking back Gotham, which is really fucking weird because it takes like 50 mm-hmm. minutes and <laughs> it's just all action. I'm like, this is why sometimes right. I can't watch action movies because it's just too much nonsense. I'll throw it into the end. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I watched Dion Cole's comedy special on the Netflix called Cole Hearted. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, you get nah. it. Uh, that was good. Hmm. And uh, yeah, just been watching a little bit of Friends. Yep. A little bit of New Girl because that's popped up. Yes, that's on Netflix I've actually now. almost finished the second season of that because I haven't watched that in a while. Uh, Nick Miller's one of my favorite characters ever. <laughs> yeah, he is a good value. <laughs> uh, anything else? That's about it. And you have replanned more Red Dead Redemption before. Yeah, I mean, but that's been ongoing. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I've started, you know, just doing my thing, listening to podcasts. I walked into your room before and you were canoeing. Yeah. <laughs> you were paddling your boat. I was doing some sploring. Sploring. Like, Spelt like with an S. Exactly, yep. So, uh, yeah, just take my hotel road. I'm going to ride till I can no more. Bit of uh, Fleetwood Mac inspired by Dogface. If if you're listening and you know who I'm talking about, it's the uh, Hispanic-looking gentleman in California who's running down the highway on his skateboard, drinking oh, some cranberry that's juice. That's what that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He did one today. He dropped one today wearing a LeBron shirt. Nice. I think he was listening to Dreams as well, but instead of the cranberry juice, he was drinking on some Chardonnay. <laughs> Okay, I have seen that guy. <laughs> it's cool. And he played Dreams, did he? he it was yeah. hilarious because you, you're thinking it's someone's dubbed 
a TikTok or something. Yeah. You're like, this guy would be listening to dreams. No. And then he starts like lip syncing. Oh, and damn. you're like, oh, dog face, son. <laughs> He oh calls himself Dogface, by the way. I only hear trying to that's make right, him that's feel right. bad. And represent Stevie Nicks. Where is it at? We are going to be continuing on that theme of what have we watched lately and discussing a couple of trailers that are new to the tube. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the first one is called Freaky. Do tell. Freaky. From the same homie who did Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. Horror comedy. Basically Freaky Friday, but in a horror setting. Starring Vince Vaughn mm-hmm. in the... Li- oh, I was about to say the little girl's body. That did, did not <laughs> sound right. Vince Vaughn... But technically, yes. Tran- uh, his, his Think Jumanji, body people. Is, uh, <coughs> wait, what happens in Jumanji? Oh, they, they switch bodies in a sense. Oh, yeah. Well, they, those they become other the bodies. The later Jumanjis, yeah. not to be confused. Sorry, yes. The rocks With the Kirsten Jumanjis. Dunst one. <laughs> That's how Stone. It's not Robert Williams. It's Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> he was <show>. a <laughs> well, yeah, we watched that. What were your thoughts on that? You get on board with it? What? Freaky. Oh, freaky, yeah. I thought it was really entertaining. And yeah. It started out look, looking like just a high school right? movie. I'm like, why are you watching this trailer? And then, boom. Yeah, the only reason I gave it time of day is because I saw Vince Vaughn was in it. And yes. it was by the Happy Death Day people. Oh, it looks really, really entertaining. We were even laughing at the trailer like, you're black, I'm, I'm gay, <laughs> we're so dead, or whatever the last line was. You're like, oh my God, it's true, it's true, it's tropes. Oh my God. No, it does look, and it's being released on Friday 13th, but so I didn't would, catch what month that uh, was. Yes, uh, so, oh wait, I thought October was that one. Must be November then. That doesn't make sense. Mm, yeah, because it's 13th tomorrow. Mm. For us here in October. Must be Nobes then. Nobes. Well, came out last month. I don't <laughs> fucking know. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't they tell us? So yeah, go check that out if you're into horrors and comedies. But yeah, it's a good way to explain it is Friday the 13th meets uh, Freaky Friday. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, speaking of Freaky Friday, the other... <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> There's no link whatsoever. But the other trailer... <laughs> I want to get freaky with Jessica Chastain oh, on a Friday. that's the link. That's yeah. the link. There it is. There it is. Uh, I said both of those things twice. So we'll move on. <laughs> so Bing Bing fam, what's up? <laughs> yes. There's Lupita. a trailer out called The 355. Diane Kruger. Uh, led by the one, the only, Jessica Chastain. It's basically Mission Impossible meets Ocean's 8. <laughs> In a lot of senses, it's by the creative team behind Jason Bourne, that series, that franchise. And yeah, Jessica Chastain, Penelope Cruz, Diane Kruger, Lupita Nyong'o, which reminds me of when Tina Faye and Amy Poehler are hosting and they're saying all of these international guests that are at the show are really difficult like names that you wouldn't know how to pronounce unless you'd practice. And then they get to Tom Hanks and they're like, a national treasure, Tam Honks. Oh, man, how did we mess that up? Getting all the other ones right before it. Um, but yeah, this is definitely a, it's definitely an action film, but there's a number of, uh, well, Jessica Chastain, she seems like she's American CIA, something along those lines, and she is not given permission to go on a particular mission, um, but she can she go after her own. given permission, wink, wink, yeah. off the books. Yeah, yes, but off wink, the books, wink. she's told she could recruit her own team and take on these these terrorists that are threatening society. she can society. only recruit people with vaginas because... That's right, that's right. Because uh, that's Hollywood. how we roll. Yeah, that's right. That's how we roll. Bing, so she bing, gets fam, those, uh, those ladies together from their different or from their respective, uh, I don't know what you'd call them, areas, CIA, countries. agencies and countries. Well, agencies. They made a big deal that they were represented by certain Columbia, countries. Colombia. England. Yeah, uh, mate. <laughs> America. 
Hey, get off the highway with I, your shit. <laughs> I forget what Diane Kruger's nationality was. German. Ah, nine. <laughs> yeah, Damn skippy. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, it had me sold at uh, Chastain. Very smart not to get me to do a Chinese accent. No. <laughs> I didn't think, yes, there is a Chinese agent Bing Bing well. fan, what's up? Oh, uh, no, we just looked her name up on uh, IMDb. So yeah, a shout out to our new, our new, our new fan. Hey. hey. <laughs> That's good, actually. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're into the part of the episode where we talk about The Boys Season 2, available to everybody on Amazon Prime. Mofo, take it away. What's up? What's up? Boys. Girls. Boys. <laughs> Men. Ladies. <laughs> Women. Gentle men. I thought you were going to say genitals. <laughs> Well, that's what we're representing by <laughs> just saying one or the other. Yeah, this is it. Wait, why am I taking it Because away? you've read the comics. you like definitely a bigger fan. You have more knowledge of everything. And then I'll just come in All right, and say well, things like I will open women. the door <laughs> for you to come in and take it away. <laughs> and I get an emergency phone call and have to leave the room temporarily and you are forced to take the lead. All right, so season two, <laughs> uh, we were left in a cliffhanger on season one. Billy Butcher was like, mm. hey, Homelander, fuck you, mate. You killed more missus, didn't mm. ya, mm-hmm, you, you mm-hmm. prick? And he's like, is that what you think? You're trying to take me and my homies in water down? Mm-hmm. Let me show you a little something, something, sucker, because he figured something out because he knew Billy Butcher was on his tail. Mm-hmm. Boom, his wife is still alive and is carrying Homelander's kid. Mm-hmm. End of last season. I forget her name. Stillwell, Sitwell, one of the two. <laughs> Played by Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> Stillwell, Sitwell. She got her, Shatwell. She got goes. her shit lasered off. Like she had no face no more, and That's they framed right. Billy Butcher for it. So essentially, him and his crew. The boys. Oh, yes. Uh, we're on the lamb from the law. We get introduced to. Uh, the female, I forget her actual fucking name in the show. Yep, not sure. Just Stormfront. That's how no, I no, know. No, no, oh, no. Um, Asian lady. No? She's literally known as the female in the comic books. The, the boys. The, the, oh, the yeah. one chick in the boys. What's her name? Oh. Anyway, we get introduced <laughs> to her brother, and they're both yeah. super powered. And again, Billy's like, Metas, we'll go fucking top them. We'll top the cunts because they're fucking soups. Oh, he said the C word. Watch out. Well, it's authentic. <laughs> so anyway, we get introduced we have an to R a now. new member of the Seven called Stormfront. And she comes in and originally Homeland is like, yo, this bitch, fuck this mm-hmm, bitch. Mm-hmm. She ain't nothing but a bitch. She ain't on our team. And she's all, she's just always a little bit sus. Anyway, so about episode three, we have a situation where Homegirl's brother gets murderized by Stormfront. And we're like, ooh, you ain't good. And uh, Starlight's there, and uh, Maeve gets back with her missus. And she's uh, outed by yeah. Homelander, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she doesn't get to control her narrative at all. They no. just have a, a marketing team trying to say, okay, all right, but you're both two female. Yeah. So maybe one of you can bitch it up. And speaking of narrative, there's they're shooting the film 
you know, their Justice League type film about these heroes in the background of a lot of episodes and they're trying to control the narrative of what happens in the film. They're not just superheroes. They're a money-making machine. Mm, exactly. They, they're a huge they're a corporation. Business. We see to the side the Deep has essentially joined a cult. Yeah, <laughs> in out. a lot of ways. A-Train's been fucked off out of the, the Seven. because He reunites with the Deep a bit later. Because of his uh, <laughs> heart condition from taking too much compound V. The Asian chick's <laughs> name is Kimiko. Kimiko. Kimiko, right. Kimiko. So, just so I stop saying homegirl. Yeah. <laughs> Kimiko and Frenchie, they, they, you know, they, they start getting a little bit closer. Yeah, they're, they're getting closer. In and a we get way. introduced to uh, Lamplighter. Not that one. That one. Mm-hmm. His brother. Yes, yes. Sean Ashmore. Yep. And uh, he, interesting fact, which has nothing to do with the show, but in the oh. comics, he was one of the well, that has to do with the previous show. members of the Seven, which he was ah, in the comics. Ah, yep. But he apparently goes on hiatus, mm-hmm. but it's because he's taken too much Compound V and his brain's gone to mush. So he's mm. basically just this mongoloid who sits in his own filth, but they have to keep him. I don't know why they kept him alive, but it was just like he's a deep, dark secret of the Seven. Mm. This is what happens mm-hmm. if you abuse the Compound V. Anyway, but his head ends up exploding or something at some point. Oh, so it's I, brutal. I was, really, I was annoyed. I was like, he could be a recurring character. Yeah, it was kind of short-lived in that sense. And then you remember that most TV shows, they have seasonal arcs, and I guess he was part of it. Mm, exactly. Anyway, back to Homefront. She's a fucking no-good racist, Nazi bitch. Who was originally known as like Liberty or something? He meant Stormfront. Oh, well, who did I say? Homefront. You meant <laughs> <laughs> Homelander and Stormfront. They they do hey, hook up. So hey, they they like Benefer. Like Benefer. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Homefront. <laughs> Homefront. Anyway, so she's she's nasty. She's like a hundred years old, and she mm. tries to uh, affiliated with the Nazis. We find out, mm-hmm. and just big old racist. <laughs> like that's just a that's her brand. She's basically trying to manipulate uh, Homelander. And his son. Pretty successful at it. She uses, oh, yeah. She's uh, very successful at it. She uses her she biggest uses her superpower. <laughs> yes. Her, you said it nicely. You're welcome. And, uh, yeah. So, she... And, like I said, Homelander was originally like, yo, fuck this bitch. Then he was just like, yo, I mad love you, son. But he doesn't talk like that. No. He was just like, I love you. Homelander, played by Anthony Starr, the New Zealander from Banshee. Very, like, very, very convincing in his role of Homelander, where it's... You know that he's a superhero and you go, he's going to be, have all of these morals and make all of these good choices. And you get the exact opposite. It's kind of perfect. In it's, the it sense. is. It's hilarious. And when I was fantasy casting this, yeah. uh, when I was, you know, just a first time reader many moons ago, like over a decade ago. Yeah. Actually, it was probably more recent. Um, well, let's say nine years. Okay. Not quite a decade. <laughs> um, I would never have picked someone like him because in Banshee, he's kind of like a little pit bull bulldog oh, type yeah, of guy, yeah. like fights from the bottom. Mm. Well, I, I guess typecasting, I was like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. That being said, though, originally mm. they were going to make it a movie and Russell Crowe was going to be Billy Butcher and I was all kinds of on board with that. Oh, that would work. Mm. I could see him doing that role well. Oh, yeah. 100%. But not even the slightest bit mad that Carl Urban's there. No, he's Anyway, excellent. I've got enough subject here. Some people's heads explode. We find out that it's the chick who's against Vought. And uh, good season. Yeah, definitely. It takes a lot of what we know and love from season one, which Home is... Homefront gets fucked up. Oh, Stormfront, of course. Shit. Gets her come up. There are, yes, a couple of losses throughout the... We won't spoil those bits, but um, throughout the season, it takes a lot of what we love about season one, like that gore and that violence and the language that kind of shocks you when you're new to the boys in season one but you're kind of expecting by season two and you get it but it's 
you know, dialed up a whole mm-hmm. lot. So it'll be interesting what they do with season three. Have we heard about S3 season three? Yeah, they confirmed it before season two even started. That's right, but yeah. But we don't know when, where, how with all of the uh, pandemia still affecting. Right, of course. They're Something we should have mentioned. In, oh, wait. We haven't done news yet. All right. Well, you we'll save, save that for later. Um, but yeah, thoughts on the season as a whole. Yeah, parts? very good. Like you're accustomed to the, who these people are and how they fit. You've come to find what sort of stabilizes the show. Sort of those key relationships, like Huey and Butcher, are a very key relationship in the show because they're very polar opposite and they have they're both the heart of the show, but just with very different motives. So they kind of balance it out. Starlight balances it out as well. When you've got someone as severe as Homelander and especially and Stormfront as well this season. You got her balancing out on the other end of the spectrum. Someone like Maeve, somewhere in between, like, where's she going to go? Like, she's going to go off the rails. Yeah. What's going to happen with Deep? Like, he's basically been converted um, after all his poor behavior in season one. Probably being that he was like a third or fourth story point. Yeah. For me, he was still one of the highlights with all that cult bullshit. When they did the dating show type thing to. Start an episode and we were both like, we're like what, what are the these? Fuck Who are is these happening? ladies? What is yeah, this yeah. It didn't make any sense, but like he really isn't used much at all, is he? But maybe that's why you enjoy his scenes um, so much because he hasn't been in every episode for every minute. Yeah, he's used sparingly and he's supposedly trying to make amends, but mm-hmm. all the while his end game is getting back in the seven, Correct. so he will literally do anything. So you're yeah. still you're like, mm, you're still a piece of shit, guy. Yeah, I and mean, he sort of explodes in the in the finale as well. It's like, I'm not getting what I want out of this. You're going back on your word, starts cursing again, gets his anger up, doesn't look favourable for him, so... What was the line? <laughs> I'm married to a weird lady who gives mediocre blowjobs or <laughs> something like that. Yeah, something like that. He's like, oh, he's reverted back to sort of old trains of thought here. Um, yeah, A Train was barely in it this season as well. Again, again, he was um, out of the seven. Yeah, so yeah. it was really about Homelander, Stormfront, Ho- uh, Homelander, Stormfront, Stargirl, and then obviously uh, probably actually a bit more of Kamiko with her brother's backstory and mm-hmm. their well, relationship. She definitely needed more growth because she was only introduced like in the third or fourth episode in season one. Anyway, mm. I was like, "Where my female at?" Even though I watched it all in one day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's true. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, Becca and her son were a huge story mm. point. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Becca I know from The Flash and the little son I actually know from Big Little Lies. So I love seeing fam- familiar faces pop up and go, hey, that's that person or this person. That's always fun thing about watching TV shows. So fun spoiler because you'll never read the comics, I'm assuming. And if Maybe. You, if you do, you'll probably forget. So I'll just yeah, say very it. likely. The reason Butcher has it in so bad for Homelander in particular and all superheroes is because Isn't Homelander... Isn't it that he believed that they had killed Becca? In the comic books. Right. He raped, and I'm sorry that I'm using like a yeah. funny term for that. It's just not a fun word. Raped mm. Becca, impregnated her, and uh, being that it was a super baby, it grew quite quickly. Yep. And essentially what happened with Homeboy lasering his mum, yeah. it was much more graphic in the comics mm, while she was be, yeah. in labour, yeah, okay. literally blasted out uh, of the womb right. and just tore it to shreds. Which you can do in a graphic novel. Yes. Yeah, and it's right there in the word, graphic. Butcher was just beside himself because this piece of shit literally destroyed his woman. Mm. And also in, mm. in a sense, like I wouldn't say to a lesser extent, but to an extent far less <laughs> than 
killing somebody, he destroyed his left. So that's why he's got it in for him. And in mm. the season one, he's convinced, and I'm convinced because I've read the comic books, I'm like, I'm off a killer. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Yeah, you believe it. And then she rocks up right in the season finale of season one, was it? Literally the closing oh, the, seconds. Yeah. And like, I was oh, mad because I was yeah. like, you cheated on Butcher. That's far worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you kind of see, see that storyline come to fruition with the son and the mother That's in the That's what I finale. mean. I didn't want to say it yeah. in the moment because yep. there was clearly a lot more still to happen in mm-hmm. the episode. And I wanted to save it for this. But 100%. I was like, it's more or less the same, but not. But it's still a result. So he's still going to have that fuel. Yeah, like that fire. A hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Um, and the boys is like kicking so many goals. It's superseded so many of Netflix's ratings for their top shows. No shit. Um, yeah, it's, it's go. kicking Did huge Netflix goals. Netflix even ever re- release that stuff? Because whenever I listen to comedians on um, podcasts and stuff, they say they never really tell us how it's going. They well, they always allude to like. Oh, yeah making reference to like biggest weekend ever of a Netflix. Right. True. Like you hear that sort of stuff all the time, but, but do you, and now you, that we have the top 10, we're seeing what's trending, trending yeah. I guess, even though you have the trending now category, top 10 showing you like, okay, there's so many things in the trending now, but these are the top, top shows or movies. I'm just trying to there. figure out the validity to it. And if it's just a massive flex from uh, Amazon, either way, I can tell that they had huge hopes for it because even in our little old Adelaide, mm. I've, there's a shit ton of posters yeah, and promotional devices. Yeah, that's right. We were talking about that before. And a couple of my girlfriends who don't watch anything like that have reached out to me in the few, last like, few hey, weeks. Hey, I really like hey, the blonde. Do you do you watch it? I'm like, yes, honey. Yes, yes, I do. That <laughs> <Like> condescending. <laughs> yes, honey. Yes. It may not have come across in my text messages, but very, very familiar with it. We it was nice to watch this season with you because I know we watched the first season separately. Um, and obviously being on Prime, they well, actually they did come out, the episodes were coming out weekly, which unlike last season, it was all at once as mm-hmm. far as I know. So it, it kind was, of held people off a bit. What was it, the first three or four? Yes, first three came there up at go. once. We And to be completely honest, I did love this season, but I was very underwhelmed with the first three episodes. Yeah, that's right. And better. you said maybe it was because they were all grouped together and you're kind of blending them or... No, I genuinely felt like the reason they did put all the first three because out together... they were underwhelming yeah setting everything up yeah in a sense yeah they're like okay everything else is like bomb.com this mm. is the stuff that needs to be separated so mm-hmm. people can really feel a sense of differential to the episodes but yeah they thoroughly enjoyed it um a lot of people are checking it out but if you haven't yet um and you like superheroes you like a bit of violence a uh, little dark comedy <laughs> a and lot of like, un- unexpected things. You like just Carl Urban being a, a British fuck. And another one of my little favorite things mm. was in the comic book, his sidekick essentially is his little British bulldog. Oh, that's and right. He's, he's just present. He's there. And he's one of my favorite. It's the most real relationship he has in the comic books is with his little oh, dog, wow. Tara. He's John Wick. So he'd be like, you're right, Tara, mate. And the dog's just like big old like tongue hanging out of his mouth. And you can see like the little tail wag. And oh, I was bless. Just, oh, I fucking love that. And you got to meet. Sarah in like episode did, yeah. four or five. Yeah, you mentioned that. You're like, oh, he's such a bigger figure in the bigger figure in the comics for that reason, like you've just said. Because I'm pretty sure he also featured in season one in the flashbacks oh, with Becca. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, ah, but the and to see that he, and then I had like a sense of sadness, like, oh, that means the dog's probably dead because he's not around. Oh, but no. he's just with his auntie. Yes, which makes a lot of sense. The guy's busy. Hmm. Um, there was something else I was going to say, but oh, it's, so, so it's I escaped talking me. About a dog but called it, Tara. Yeah, it doesn't. Oh, that's what it was. I was going to say, if I ever do read 
the mm. comics. I'm going to definitely have all of their voices in my head. Yeah. Like, you can't wear an accent for sure. Well, see, that would in, make it fun. In the comic book, in the first few pages, um, the chick who got topped, the, the, the agent that he was working with that he was also making sex to, her, Jessica something. Oh, Esposito? Yes. Yes. Um, She's, yeah, boom, episode one. You're like, okay, bye. She's a big part she, of in the comics because she's kind of like the liaison. Like, he actually does work for an agency. Right. Um, and Ooh. it was like, she's in her office uh, and it's like the, the intercom or whatever. Beep. Uh, there's a brooding man of some description, like kind of thing, here to see you. And she's like, no calls, no whatever. It's like, he's very insistent. It's like... Is he tall, dark, and has the same accent as like Michael Caine or something like that? Like yes, okay. paraphrasing. So immediately that voice went into my that head. That was your voice. Yeah. So it, it pretty and he mm. does it justice. I was like, oh, oh perfectly. Perfect. Yeah. And there was there was another little twist too. Of who uh, in the season finale tonight of who was responsible for a lot of the the massacre in the courtroom and Which those sorts of things. Which is cool because that's that's like all right, we're getting to season three. Let's see that's how that wraps. Where up. we can see that and going. Huey got a job from that bitch. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't watched it, you're just like, what is this nonsense? These two people are saying. Oh, it'll make watch sense. Watch it, and it'll make some sense. The boys season two. You. I don't even know what she's saying, but uh, just a little more pieces. Funk the pain away. Funk, Funk the, the pain, pain away. away. Like do a dance. Yeah. Like if you're feeling down, get groovy. If you know how to groove and boogie, just funk it out, son. <laughs> Funky town. Uh, we are here to talk about a bit of Hollywood news. You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Yeah. Um, what happened today that was quite significant <clears throat> in the sporting world, MJK? We found out. <laughs> Oh god, where is this going? That LeBron is still the man. Yeah, you the MVP. Show him you could some say. fucking put respect on that man's name. Four championships, three teams. They yes, call clubs over there. Heat, Cavaliers, and now the LA Lakers. Not to be confused with the Minneapolis Lakers, where they originally came from. Oh damn! Fun facts, man. Fun Minneapolis, facts. Minneapolis, Minnesota, which I think. <clears throat> Minneapolis loosely translates to many lakes. Oh, nice. Hmm. More facts. Geography facts for you yeah. now, too. Damn. Yeah. Which yeah. is strange because there's no lakes in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, true, So when true. they relocated there, they were like, oh, you're going to change that names, son? And they're now. like, no, we got a brand. We got a, yeah, we've got a brand. Lake and Nation, baby. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Today was game six. Lakers won four games to two. Absolutely destroyed them in this, in this sixth game after a... I would say unexpected loss last game, game five. And, uh, yeah, LeBron got MVP for the for the series. Um, and, yeah, Miami hit Jimmy Butler, though, put up a good fight. So shout out to the Butler. But, yeah, Lakers, too good in the end. I think spiritually everyone, like any impartial mm. supporter, was just like, come on, let, let's go Lakers for Kobe especially. Yeah, the, um, the owner of the Lakers, a, a female actually, was making a speech after they won. Because I realized it was on in the middle of my year 12 class. I'm like, I actually really want to know the score. And I just had the live feed coming up as numbers. That's it. And I was like, oh, what's LeBron on? And one of my boys was like, oh, he's on like 20 something points. Like, oh, how do you know? He goes, oh, it's on my, my laptop here. I go, uh, how? He goes, 
Foxtel long. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. The one time <laughs> I would want Foxtel. He's, he's like, can I put it on the big screen? He's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I played the last eight minutes of the game to all of my year 12s today. Lesson two, turn the lights out. Um, and everyone was invested. And then one of my year 12s was like, can you read uh, my draft while the last few minutes are? I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. I probably should do that. So, yeah, I actually got to watch the last you quarter. selfish yeah. <laughs> fuck. I'm not going to read your draft. Uh, so I got to watch a bit of that and a bit of the ceremony and then the lunch bell went. I said, all right, I'll find out MVP later. <laughs> but, yeah, they uh, they won today. So we'll have to wait to see what next season looks like because, obviously, they finished out this season in the bubble. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if we get crowds back anytime soon. I was keeping up with all again. the final stuff with uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., oh, yeah. which is Ice Cube's son. Because he was like, let's do it, let's go. People think we're the laughing stock of the last 10 years. We'll show them. We're going to close it. He was very confident through the whole thing. Yeah. And he's like, he's all like, oh, can't wait for these apologies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, shout out to Laker Nation. Um, Top 10 in Australia today on Netflix. Number 10. All right, let's hear it. Is Ratchet. So Ratchet's still in there with Sarah Paulson. Yes. That nurse horror. Who's that lady, the, the lady she's in a relationship with? Cynthia Nixon from Sex and the City. Ah, she was in that one. Yeah, she's the redhead from Sex and the oh, City. Wait a minute. I thought she was with a much older lady. Oh, sorry. Are you talking about the lady she's with in the show or in no, real no, life? No, in real life. Oh, yeah. Her name is Wasn't Holland it? Taylor. Oh, so wait. Cynthia Nixon's in the show. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah. You, oh, you had me convinced her because she's definitely a lesbian uh, as well. Correct, yeah. All right. <laughs> You're like, this makes sense. Wait, no, it doesn't. She's not old enough. Yeah. Holland Taylor, yeah, is her name. Number nine, Enola Holmes. So I've watched that. Starring. Mentioned uh, that before. Millie, Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown. Uh, number eight is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Still in there, still kicking in the top ten. Can I ask you something? Mm-hmm. Did you like that movie? I can't remember. I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I've read all the Birds of Prey books, so I was keen for it, but I don't know. Some people weren't, whatever. Um, number seven, Sean the Sheep, Farmageddon. <laughs> you I know the wish Sean the Sheep stop animation? Mm, maybe it if I saw spun it. off that Wallace and Gromit oh, era. Is that yeah. like a, a quote horror movie kind of? Uh, there was the Wallace and Gromit Curse of the Were-Rabbit was one uh, of their movies which had horror elements to it, yes. You were a whore for some Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, right? love, grew up watching it. Anytime yeah. you get cheese, I can tell. Cheese, like, Gromit. It is. <laughs> Guys, you didn't have the visual, but that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, my brother recommended this. Mum had actually already watched it. It's called American Murder, The Family Next Door, and it's using raw first-hand footage, um, a documentary examining the disappearance of Shannon Watts and her children and the terrible events that followed from that um i think this all had something to do no it's there's another one that had something to do with the neighbor that sleeps with the whole family and ends up murdering them all but anyway that might Wait, be something what? else there's another one that's either this one here american Mur- murder the family next door what do you mean the whole family how many people are in this family well the picture had a mom and dad and two kids but i think there was another making one that was tied kids? to this um that was about a a neighbor who let's killed not a speculate family. let's move on number five New girl. Uh, hey, girl. What you doing? Number four is getting a lot of attention online Attention online at the moment. It's David Attenborough, A Life on Our Planet. I want to watch that, but mm. I know I get bummed out because there's always animals dying on that Well, show. yeah, there's, I think this is more about 
his life. A broadcaster recounts his life and the evolutionary history of life on Earth to grieve the loss of wild places. So it's got that sustainability theme throughout. I'm going to say something really change. controversial here, no, and no, I hope climate you don't. change isn't real. No, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say you know fuck David Attenborough, but then I was going to be like psych, but we got too serious. So fuck. <laughs> number three is Hubie Halloween. So your boy Adam Sandler, and number two I'm seeing a bit in a lot of places the haunting on Bly Manor, B L Y, <laughs> of Bly Manor. Sorry, is it a Netflix OG? Yes, uh, and series one season only. Number two. It's um, from the creator of The Haunting of House Hill. Um, House Hill. And number one is Emily in Paris, which is a TV show. I thought it was a movie, but wow. yeah. Literally the other day, when actually maybe it was number one. And Friends isn't in there anymore. It, Boom. it goes one to ten on the thing, not ten to one. Correct. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, Emily in Paris, not something I have checked out or will check out, but... Uh, I don't need to see that shit. No, nah, fuck man. that shit. Son. We all about the boys' life. Yeah, boys' life. Yeah, boys' life. <laughs> boys' life. 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 Oh god, what a jam! Got any uh, news? News? No, I'm sure there's things that I've heard along the way. Glow season four has stopped mid-production. Has been closed down. Will not continue. So, it is over. Oh, someone had tweeted about that, and I'm like, I just thought they were referring to the fact that it was going to be the last season. But no, now this makes the tweet. Make a lot more sense. They put out a literal announcement. That's so of shit. In like, these times, I know it's where not their fault because it's COVID. But yeah, but like, seeing it's a heavy, and I'm using quotation marks, like a heavy contact show. They yeah. can't uh, like abide to the the COVID rules, so Which they had to so halt production. Weird. Sorry to digress because there's video footage of two of the Riverdale stars rinsing their mouths before a makeout scene. Like, surely a makeout scene is much more dangerous than a wrestling scene and there's not always wrestling in glow that it's a drama so there's a lot of other things going on we're, we were talking literally just about the the nba championship oh yeah exactly they're they're That's in this bubble they're way but they're more sweating each like other love. sweating yeah but yeah it, and this is why this was like so we don't get season four no Man, and, you bummed me uh, out. mark maron and i believe like allison Bree yeah. and a lot of the others are like trying to seen it has been <sighs> fucked off they're like yeah. can we just finish it out and turn it into like a two-hour movie yeah 100 percent. um but yeah this is i like you said it makes no fucking sense this is like so when they're stupid. like okay the afl is going to continue they can still tackle and shit but they can no longer celebrate after goals yes do oh. not touch hands at gentlemen. the end of the game can't shake the opponent's hand if you elbow somebody in the face it's okay <sighs> but if you tap them on the butt no sir <laughs> Whatever. Oh, okay. That, well, that makes that tweet that I saw partially makes a lot more sense. And yeah, I'm bummed because we love Glow. We're That's huge fans right. of it. We announced ages ago that it was having a final season, season four. And yeah, hopefully, as you're saying, the cast can sort something out to just film whatever's left. I, just, I genuinely don't get because so many... Jessica fucking Jones had three years between production of mm, season one and yeah. season two. What's the rush? Does it? Yeah, exactly. Come back to it in a year's time. And you've like, got we'll so wait. much of it in the bag as well. Like, yeah. Just, but no, nah, I don't know. I can't imagine Netflix are losing money or anything, but 
And it's a, it's a female-led show too as well, which is, just makes me a little more suspicious. It's like, well, okay. But it's it, it, they've, <sighs> they've made it to a fourth season, which they mm. already pre-announced would be their final. So yeah. why not? See it through. Yeah. Like it's not yet. Like you have and to it, tag anything extra the, on. The cast knew too. They were like, all right, it's our last season, final horror. Mm. So finality for them as well. You know? Yeah, that sucks. <sighs> well, there's probably going to be a lot of other shows. I know there's a lot of other productions that have been shut down for TV shows, oh, but a lot of others are starting back up again. And speaking of news, remember how excited we got? Yeah. American Crime Story? Oh, no. How wrong were you, bitch? What did you I have? I had it as like September 27th. That's what IMDb said? Yeah, it was either 27th, 26th, something. The 27th. Whatever the Monday was. Well, what is it now? What do you mean? It's still not present. No. And, and I'm I assuming it's because of COVID. <coughs> I'm assuming it's already been filmed. Can't find a trailer anywhere, which no, was very suspicious, that's suspicious to me. Because I was like, if it's coming out in a week. It's going to be another film. year. <laughs> Let's face it. Well, the the date says it's a 2021 release. Now, okay, okay. It was yeah, 2020. Right. They're probably still in post-production. That's maybe why I there's think, no trailer. I think it didn't even have like a, on IMDb, like a production status. I yeah, mean, right. Blank. Oh man, what is the world coming to? We we need these shows and movies as a form of escapism. That's why I invest in things so so often. It's get away from bloody reality and dive into other worlds and embrace other characters. And we might not be able to do that with shows that we love. This is why it's been really Chloe. hard for me to listen to podcasts at the moment as well because COVID comes up constantly. Especially, yeah. I listen to a lot of comedians' podcasts, and it's like, yeah. oh, how's this affecting your job? It's like. Same fucking conversation. Is that or there's an opportunity for a joke? <laughs> well, there's yeah. that, but a lot of them don't even tread there because it's, it's hacky and cheesy because it's too mm. obvious. But, and then there's also, you hear just the production value shit because someone's like, uh, what's what's that thing called now? Mm. The where you have, it's not Skype. Skype's been fucked off. What's the one called now? Zoom. Zoom. Mm. It's clearly a Zoom call, so they're cutting out constantly. It's like, where's my production value at? Mm-hmm. Podcast. God help us. So we got something of a more positive note to end the episode on. Well, I'll be watching. Mm-hmm. Will I be watching Bill Burns SNL tonight? You will. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've left the TV for. on for you so you can stream right through. Oh, and I've got the Chris that. Rock episode there as well because only those two have aired thus far. Well, they're the only two episodes of this season. So wink oh, face. Oh, damn. I'm winking both eyes. That's uh, Jim blink. Carrey playing Joe Biden. I'm very he interested is, in seeing what that would be like. He's the third dude they've got playing Biden. They had Woody Harrelson last oh, season. Oh, nice, yeah. Which was dope. He had returned a couple of times. Yeah. But I don't think they thought he was going to progress in the race. Right. This was when Bernie Sanders was Brilliant. still. Yeah, and Larry David does a great Bernie Sanders. So he fucked off. And then yep. your boy, mm-hmm. Jason Sudeikis, started playing him. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And yep. Which was good. Yeah, and now we've got Jim, which is going to be terrifying. Very interesting. It's going to be great, yeah. Very interesting. Um, uh, anything you're going to be fucking... No, I'm just looking forward to a couple of games, actually, that come out next month. So Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, and Call of Duty Black Ops Civil War. You're going to be getting uh, Crash Bandicoot 4? No, absolutely not. How are you going with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Haven't played it since. Too much anxiety. Yeah. Or not anxiety, just... So I think I'll just play Need for Speed until those other two games come out, especially now that school's back. I'm going to be super busy with that. You know, it's a school night right now, and uh, it's past my bedtime. Yeah, got to get you and Max to bed. All right. Well, this has been another episode of not not another podcast. As Jade, I'm MJK, and we'll see you next week. Kisses. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to not another podcast. 
Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or Instagram. All one word, not another podcast with two T's. Or check us out on Twitter, Tweets by Nap. Wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night.